Welcome to the LU Moment. I'm Shelley Vitanza, the Director of Public Affairs at Lamar University, here each week to showcase the great events, activities, programs, projects, and people at Lamar University. And I've got guests in studio this week, Dr. Brenda Nichols. Dr. Nichols is our uh, Vice Provost of Digital Learning and Associate Provost for Academic Affairs. She, along with Dr. Judy Mann, Associate Professor of Psychology, are in studio to make a big announcement related to Harvey recovery. I usually don't like to say Harvey, but when it comes to money and recovery and students at Lamar University, I I will use Harvey. I usually say the H word. And and that's coming up. That's what we're going to talk about. We've got some good news as it relates to Harvey. And aren't we ready for some good news as it relates to Harvey? So we're going to talk about that. But first, I want to share with you that Lamar is expanding. We are upping our acreage. Can you believe it? We have added more than 13 acres, acquiring two parcels of land that will go into an immediate beautification and future growth planning. It's very, very exciting. So in December, we purchased the Martin Marietta Concrete Plant. It's located just east of the main campus, and it's there on Florida Avenue. And and, and I can already tell, the plant's starting to shut down. We've got less dust, and we've got less noise, and that right there is a huge improvement. If you've ever been out to our campus, you kind of, there's just kind of this background noise that's going on. It's the concrete plant. Well, they're going away, and they're going away by the end of April, so we're really excited excited about that. It's kind of adjacent to our uh, athletic um, uh, fields out there. We've got, uh, of course, uh, our uh, baseball field and softball fields and soccer fields all out there. And it's across from that. And it's part of a bigger uh, plan for a new front door off Cardinal Drive. So it's going to be just absolutely beautiful. We'll immediately take that space and we're going to turn it into green space and uh, intramural uh, fields. So it's going to be just a wonderful addition to Lamar University's campus and, and make it more beautiful and give it more of a collegiate feel. Feel When you get out there, um, you won't feel like you're, you know, half industry, half learning. It's going to really feel friendly and like a university campus, a place where you want to go and you want to live and you want to stay. So we're really excited about that. The other place that we have purchased is the McClude Machine Works, and it's located directly across the campus on MLK. You know, we've got our athletic um, complex, the uh, Dauphine Athletic Complex and our Provost Humphrey and uh, Fields and uh, the football field, and we've got the Montaigne Center over on the other side of MLK. So now we're going to have this Machine Works property. It's got three structures. One we're going to knock down, the other two we're going to use, and we're going to make it the central hub of all of our maintenance and facilities and our shipping and receiving. All that right now is spread out across the campus, so that's going to be all in one place. So just make us more efficient, and um, and and we're, you know, we're just, we're just taking over out there. I mean, that's all I can say. We're taking over and making it more of a... Um, a college campus. Our shipping and receiving currently occupies, I thought this was interesting, a, 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 a space 
uh, 6,000 square foot space that's on the other side of the Montaigne Center. That's going to become our band annex. And our band, the, I feel so bad for our band when it's game day, they have to um, rent trucks to bring all of their equipment across MLK. Now they're going to be on the side of the field. They're going to have a place where they can practice on the inside. We're going to mark off a big space out there so that they can have what looks like a field and practice there, keep their, their uniforms, their equipment, and just walk over to Provost Humphrey Stadium for game day. It's going to be fabulous. We're just becoming more efficient, and it's all very, very exciting. So you're the first to hear all that information. That is just now happening. It's pretty, pretty cool. We're, uh, you know, our goal really is to protect the campus and create more of a collegiate atmosphere and enhance the campus community while keeping an eye on the future because you just never know. We're going to grow, and you just never know what we're going to need. So we're just going to buy up the property around us so that we can, like I said, protect our students and uh, plan for the future. All right. In addition to increasing our acreage, we're also broadening our reach in the legislative arena, even if it is inadvertently. We have a nurse, uh, a nurse, uh, Lamar graduate, a nurse who was assigned in one of her classes. She's getting her master's degree. She was assigned to come up with a medical problem, a healthcare problem, and present it to a representative. Um, and so she did. She observed a problem in her work whereby moms, uh, low income moms, moms on Medicaid, who um, were supposed to come in for for uh, treatment, post postpartum treatment, were not making it. Were not coming in, and so um, and and subsequently they were getting pregnant again very quickly, um, even though they didn't want to get pregnant. So she found out that it was a transportation issue. So she presented this this problem and a solution to Representative Dade Phelan and found herself <laughs> testifying before the Austin legislator. And um, there, uh, you know, in Austin, Texas, she and uh, Representative Phelan went and made a case for House Bill 1576. And that is a bill that would allocate monies to these moms, Medicaid moms, for transportation. And Phelan took the step, um, one, he took the step a little bit further. He said, let's, let's get um, uh, contractors like Lyft and Uber, and let's help these moms get to, I mean, it's one thing to cover them with medical uh, care, but another to give them access. And these women did not have access to medical care and so um, the the new policy would provide monies and save our system i mean an uber think about it a ride to a medical facility to get the birth control that you need is going to be a lot cheaper than an additional child that you didn't plan for. So that is the the trade-off. That is what Nicole Schroeder is her name. One of our one of our students presented and uh, testified to with real life examples there in Austin on Capitol Hill. So we're just so proud of her and excited that uh, Lamar can be on the cutting edge of so many things, um, research and now legislation. So pretty, pretty cool stuff. Now, all of that makes LU stronger, but we are stronger yet. We've got acquisitions, we've got policymaking, and we are rebuilding. We are rebuilding after Harvey. And that brings me to my guests, Dr. Nichols and Dr. Mann, in studio to talk to us about LU Strong. Um, welcome. We appreciate you. you being here. Dr. Nichols, tell us what LU Strong is. Um, 
It was created after Harvey. Uh, actually, we needed a team approach to try to help our students the best because they didn't have just a need for housing. They had a need for housing, but they also needed mental health care. They needed money to help replace books or they didn't have vehicles. Some of that we could not help with earlier. Um, we received uh, into the Cardinal Emergency Fund, uh, fund from many alumni, uh, local alumni, $350,000 or about a half a million all up, which we gave to students. Um, but that's it a very limited. Mm -hmm. That was like 130 students because some people's need was so great. Uh, others needed help just with housing uh, or with a book. Uh, we had uh, Barnes & Noble participated in it. We had lots of people trying to help a year ago. But then uh, this, since then, we have been looking for how could we help our students better. One of the things Because we, we lost know, quite a few students, did we not? I mean, some of them just had to go to work, right? right? We, we lost 800 students before, wow. uh, 600 students before the semester started mm. who realized they were not going to be able to come. We lost <laughs> another 800 between fall and spring. So that we Incredible. knew that, and, and most of that was people who, they had to make a choice. I, I have no house, right? Many of them had already paid for fall or started paying for fall so they had made a commitment and they thought oh we can get through this and then the reality of trying to rebuild a house or the loss of two vehicles mm. or um, uh, many apartments in mid-county flooded completely first level so the students mm -hmm. had no no clothing no housing no vehicles to get around with no education's the last thing that they uh, can do. do when they're trying to just survive day to day right and and so they they had to do what they needed to do for their families right um, and those who could figure out a way around it kept coming, but they have other problems. Many of them are having PTSD kinds of syndromes, mm. um, depression, anxiety. Um, and so we've seen a tremendous increase in the use of our mental health services on campus. Um, so Dr. Mann, uh, a group of us worked on first um, a grant for the from the Department of Education, which was about a half a million dollars, which we just got. Um, it will provide services. It's basically for on-campus kinds of students. Okay. Um, students who re reside there. Uh, who, or who live in this region. Who are in okay. Re okay. okay. Right? Okay. So they're, uh, they come on campus. We, we had just done it and a smaller $10,000, Judy? Just about $10,000. Grant for, for us to help get the word out that we had LU Strong, which was comprehensive. It allows scholarship money, but it allows uh, funds for students who need still need computers or books or educational supplies, um, you know, textbooks, any kind of materials you need for your classes, um, housing, um, food, um, oh, yeah, basic money needs. to pay bills, right? It, th things that you lost during um, you know during the storm, things like. Uh, clothing, any vital needs that you might have. You know, the, the uh, uh, 
we just and what we're here to announce is that so you had these two grants let me just clarify so we had these two grants right uh, half a million and then another right at about ten thousand mm-hmm. and those were targeting um some specific needs on campus and on campus and and, on and, campus and, and you and we we both know i mean we've already been through three hundred and fifty thousand, and we've met some needs but we've lost 800 students right. and and students are still trying to come back but they're still struggling so then uh, dr man you put together a grant um you wrote a grant to well there's a team of us and we wrote a third grant and this one was for um 1.1 million dollars um through rebuild texas i know now we're gonna get to the giddy part (laughs) i know the the cutter foundation Um, the cutter foundation yes yes and and the cutter foundation is actually a a 501c3 off of LNG, Golden Pass LNG plant. Uh, it has some ties both to this region and, and so they have made available um, this $1.156 million. Wow. So, so now we have $1.6 million. We have a great problem. We need to give it out in two years. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh, $1.6 okay. million in two years. Yeah, but now, the, and some Perfect. of the people, one of the things I was thinking when Judy was talking, lots of our kids came back in that spring after Harvey, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they took 12 hours, not 15. Yeah, right? spring 2018, a year ago. A year yeah. ago. Okay. They took less hours, and so they're behind on their degree. Well, they're having to work, they're having to deal with rebuilding their homes, they're having to, yeah. Right. Okay. So this money can help you with scholarships to graduate on time. Oh, that's fabulous. Okay. That's fabulous. So we have a good problem. Yes. We need students to, <laughs> to come and apply. We, that's even though fabulous. these are, they have two different sets of criteria, we've made it one application, so they go one place. So then they, you determine where they fit best. Yes. Right. We okay. work with them. So they put in an application. They come to our website, um, which is lamar.edu slash lustrong, and they fill out one application, and we help them determine what their needs are and sit down with them individually either online or, or through a um, a Skype, type of a Skype sure, interview sure. or a face-to-face interview and we f- we help them figure out exactly what their you so know, it's really their a case-by-case case, one-on-one type application process absolutely and we help them figure out what their needs are specifically that's great that's great we work with them on those needs so we really just need applicants at this point yes so that we can move forward and and what types i know you've got a list there i think we need to list specifically what these grants are going to pay for um well, we just put some examples. Okay. okay. It, we really okay. have a so, lot of flexibility. It's very comprehensive. It mm-hmm. is very comprehensive. Actually, the, the granting agency, Rebuild Texas, which uh, was funded in part by Dell Foundation, One Star out okay. of Austin, and the Cutter Foundation, um, has allowed us to make this the most comprehensive grant one of the most comprehensive they gave. It's incredible. And and they gave us for the specifically for Golden Triangle this amount of money. Uh, Houston Community College got three hundred thousand dollars from them for scholarships because they didn't ask for the other stuff. And we said our students needed more 
than a scholarship. Well, and that's because I think that we're in touch with our students, and we we went through the experience mm-hmm. all together, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And so, um, I mean, I mean, what do you what do you think about that? I mean, you're I guess you've been with these students, and you see what their needs are. We we have done some preliminary surveys, looking at what their needs were, and we're doing some more in depth surveys now. And so we really want to know what their needs are. We are working with them individually to find out what each student needs. Uh, and so we do try to be as in touch with their needs as possible. Um, you know, you asked for a list of what we have, and and it is. You know, as comprehensive as we possibly could be, and we, we wrote it very, very flexibly. Yes. Um, but th- the things that we did include, and, and they did let us leave it really, really flexible, um, mental health services. Huge. Huge. Mm-hmm. Um, tuition, books, um, hunger needs. Mm. Housing. Housing, uh, transportation, Paying bills, mm-hmm. so very, Just getting very by, so that you can come to school. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Right. Educational needs, so textbooks, technology, whatever that is that they need for their Lab classes, feeds, whatever it may be. Right, right. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, child care. So very, very broad, broad to get them back to school. Well, I know I've heard Dr. Evans say that the impact of Harvey on Lamar university was four million dollars mm-hmm. and that's not just intuition we had um damages as well we had damages about one uh 1.8 million i believe is what our physical uh facilities damage was um and so then we've lost like you said revenue from tuition but worse than that we also lose state funding um they kind of helped us a bit Uh, after Harvey but it's gone away and if the legislature doesn't support us this time that cut will be dramatic because we've just started turning around and this spring we're up over 800 students over last spring so we are getting some of these kids to come back but they're coming back very slowly. Well, like you said, taking less hours, they're on campus, but they may not be taking the full course right. load. Or they right. could be online. Because right. this money exactly. is also available for online students. Oh, good to know. Okay. okay so we had, um, we have a large master's in education program. It actually is one of the largest in the state. And uh, we had uh, uh, 40 41 counties. There are 41 counties that were impacted Wow. By Harvey, that we serve, that we will that we will provide with this grant that it we covers can this grant. Yes. Forty one counties. Yes, besides us, this is a big deal. I don't know, and and you know, I haven't been around you know that long. This type of information that long, but when was the last time that a grant was given to um, a university for students to recover from a hurricane? That just uh, just it, it, really seems well, unique. Well, actually, the funny part is that uh, one of our colleagues went to uh, a conference. The dean of students at Lamar, Dr. Terry Mina, and Terry's actually the one who created LU Strong, and he said everybody ask him 
how did you get so much money and why didn't we think of being <laughs> more comprehensive and more holistic for our students right but the other universities are only giving scholarships they aren't providing mental health services they aren't providing for other educational needs they aren't providing for housing they aren't providing for all of these other needs of their students we've got a holistic program and therefore we've been able to get more money and provide more thoroughly and holistically for our students yeah, and we can't thank both rebuild texas and the uh, cutter foundation uh, for the, for the funds for the opportunity oh, because um, you know it's hard to prove how many people were actually displaced and how many people uh, they weren't homeless but they were couch surfing right or they were right. living in a trailer on grandma's land or right someplace else and so getting those numbers was really hard so one of the key pieces one of the reasons for doing this is to get the word out we need our students to step up and say look i really did have losses by harvey i still haven't overcome and this is what i still need to make my life better to help me get through to help me graduate on time this is what i need and that's what we're that's who we're targeting that's why we have two years left because they had to have been kind of started the other um Thing that Judy I just remembered we didn't talk about it all were transfer students students oh, yeah. who were at LIT or Port Arthur or Orange who had planned to come to Lamar and then couldn't because everything flooded so they put their life on hold yes are eligible to apply for this to come mm-hmm. to Lamar Right. That's or perfect. Students that That's are correct. not enrolled right now because they had to sit out because they're working two jobs to to you save know, the money to get bills. back to education. Absolutely. That's right. mm-hmm. Those students can apply for this. That's wonderful. Right. Well, I applaud both of you, Dr. Mann, Dr. Nichols, for recognizing this need and, and your team putting together and really being the advocate for the students and discovering that this grant money was available and we can now do what Lamar does so well. And it is, is so distinguished as a university, which is work with one student at a time, meet their needs and move them on mm-hmm. uh, to success. Yeah. So it's very, very exciting. We were just yeah. recognized um, as being um, one of the most improved universities for success rate uh, graduation. We've right. uh, we've increased our graduation rate uh, from 10 to 16 percent. And this is why, because we really do work with our students to make sure to ensure their success. Right. Let's let's uh, let's give the the uh, website one more time and any other contact information that a student may need. And uh, so they can call and apply. If you just go to the Lamar website and put in um, LU Strong, it will pull up the website. But the direct website is lamar.edu slash LU Strong. Perfect. Easy to remember.